Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today I'm gonna to continue on and talk about part two of the car rental that Tisha Stoke rented on Tuesday, January the 28th, one day after her stepson Gannon went missing. If you did miss the first part, no worries, you can see it here, or you can wait to the end and you can check it out. I will do a recap in the beginning of this video. But before I start, please click the subscribe button, click that notification bell, click the like button if you support the video and share it out if you can. With that being said, let's get into it. So a quick recap from video number one. Tisha rented a Kia Rio from Budget Rental at Colorado Springs Airport on Tuesday, January 28th at 8.50 a.m. She then returned the vehicle the next day on Wednesday at 1.20 p.m. for a total of 28 and a half hours. Now the Kia Rio seems new because on the budget rental receipt, it says that it started off with five miles on the odometer. And according to that same receipt, she brought it back at 960 miles for a total of 955 miles put on in 28 and a half hours. Now she does claim in a Crime Online article that she drove this car for economical reasons and also so that she can drive the car so that Gannon doesn't recognize her vehicle just in case he thinks he's in trouble. And this is a quote from what she says in the article. The plan was to look for Gannon in a car he would not recognize. Stoke added that they didn't know if Gannon would hide from his family cars thinking he was in trouble. And that's a direct quote from the article. I'll link it below. And I'd like to add a little bit on this. If you wanted to be anonymous and hidden, right? Do you honestly think that Gannon was just going to come up to a stranger in a stranger's car with the door pushed open? Maybe, maybe not. He had been gone for almost a day. But as a kid, we all learn about stranger danger, right? And if they decided to use the red truck that morning, Al was home. So wouldn't Gannon feel comfortable when he saw his dad and be relieved? Because Gannon had a pretty crappy weekend other than the obvious. So my next question is, okay, if she was planning on doing that, did she bring a blanket for him? Did she bring food for him? And did she bring water for him? Because he'd be hungry and cold. Now, also in my last video, I proved that it's impossible for her to go door to door, like she said, and have a rented car because even if this was the case, she missed the math on that. Because at 955 miles it has been put on that car, if you drove 30 miles per hour, which is the residential speed, and some people told me that's even less at 25, it would take over 31 and a half hours, which is impossible because she had the car for only 28 and a half, and that would mean there's no stops and no door to door. So it's impossible. So the question remains, where the heck did she go? So I'm gonna get into it a little bit more, give you some info snacks and some truth bombs. I'll put everything on the table that I've been thinking about since part one. Let's talk about the door-to-door. -door. If you were going door-to-door, -door, you wouldn't be getting in your car, driving to the next driveway, get out, driving to the next driveway, right? You'd probably stop at the end of the street, do the loop, then get back in your car and go to the next street. So it makes her statement about going door to door and being economical ridiculous. Because if she wanted the car to be incognito, then, and she's going door to door, then why isn't she all dressed up in a Halloween costume so that he can't see that it's her just in case because he doesn't want to get into trouble, right? That statement is ridiculous. 
it's a good thing she's in jail because I'm sure she would come up with a rebuttal that she did actually go to the store, Halloween store and picked up a costume so that she can go and do this. And here's the other thing about renting a car and going door to door. If you were going door to door, then you wouldn't be driving as much. So why get a rental vehicle? You wouldn't need it. And she's a person who is used to going hiking. So I'm sure she has a comfortable set of shoes, hiking shoes, runners. She would be walking around the neighborhood. Why get a rental? Now the writer from Crime Online did confirm that Tisha said she drove her own car from her house to the Colorado Springs airport and back. But I am gonna remind you that remember she said that she didn't wanna use her vehicle the day before because she was saving her miles up because she's on a lease and that's why she used Al's truck. So then why is she driving to the airport? Granted, it's only seven miles from her house to Colorado Springs airport, but she's still driving it and it's not February 1st yet at that point, right? And no reports from neighbors said that she was going door to door looking for Gannon. In fact, there's been complaints of her not searching or showing up for these things. So I would love to see if there's a doorbell camera that shows her going door to door and asking if anybody has actually seen Gannon. I think we know the answer. So my next point is, if you're frugal, you're frugal everywhere. And it seems like a lot of things were all talked about money from Tisha. If, do you agree? So we could probably agree that she's fairly frugal or she comes across like that as she's commented often about money. She's telling Gannon they need to sell stuff. She's complaining to having to buy new clothes and new underwear in her interview. She talked about not wanting to add that extra mileage on her vehicle. And she also mentioned about renting this car so that it's more economical. So there's a lot of chat about money. And don't forget about what she said again and about selling the couch to pay for some damage in the house. So if we do take that piece of being economical and that's why she rented the vehicle, then her actions contradicts what she's saying. And if it was truly the motive to being economical, then we need to answer these questions. Why rent a car for 28 and a half hours if you are being charged a daily rate? Why not keep the car for the full 48 hours? Because you're already four and a half hours over your time. Why not keep it for the full duration? Or that makes me question, in my opinion, was she on a mission to bring that vehicle back as soon as she possibly could and as soon as she finished with doing what she was doing? Because why didn't she keep it till the next morning? Now she's four and a half hours over time, so she gets another 24 hours for the same rate. So she potentially could have had it till Wednesday morning at nine o'clock or just before 9 a.m. Especially if she's frugal and especially if she's talking about economical, then she would either return it at that 24 hour mark or she would return it the next day because she also talked about how she really wanted to find Gannon and she wanted to use this vehicle. Well, you haven't found Gannon yet at this point, so why are you returning the vehicle? And if she's only seven miles from her home to the Colorado Springs airport and being mindful of money, wouldn't she have returned that car on time? Wouldn't she have gotten a ride to that airport? Because here's the thing, 
she not only had to use the car that she wanted to save money on the day before, she used that car to drive to the airport, but she also had to pay for parking. And when I looked at the Colorado Springs Airport parking, short-term parking costs a dollar each for every half an hour, so two bucks an hour and a daily maximum of nine dollars. So for two days worth, she would have to pay the $18 max, or unless she paid that short-term parking at $9 and then did the $1 every half an hour after that. But I looked at the long-term parking and that was a grand total of $7 per day, so maximum $14 for, for the two-day rate, right? Or a dollar for each hour. So she's had to pay for her parking, plus these kilometers she's going over. And now she's rented a vehicle for two days and paid that extra day. That is not congruent with her wanting to be economical. Now the total budget rental charges is $219.87 and that was confirmed by the writer who posted the budget rental car receipt on her article and she said part of it was cut off and she confirmed that it was $219.87. So now let's talk about the fuel and the gas mileage. Tisha actually brings the car back on empty. So if you are watching your pennies, why are you now bringing a car back without it fueled up? Because if you look on the budget receipt, when she receives a car, it says eight out of eight for the gas. And when she returns it, it's zero out of eight, meaning she returned the car empty. And when you return a car that isn't fueled up and topped up, you're charged up to $10 per gallon. And this particular car, the Kia Rio, has 11.9 gallon tank. So that's about $119 just for a tank of gas. And when we look back at the receipt, it matches the fuel service charge. As you see, she was charged $118.88. So they had to fill it up for her at that $10 a gallon. That's pretty costly if you're trying to be economical while renting a car. So then it makes me think about the gas mileage. What this shows me is at the minimum, she used one tank of gas, right? Because she gets it full, returns it empty. So to go from a full tank down to nothing, she could have at least put on on the low end 333 miles if she did city driving at 28 miles a gallon or 440 miles if it was highway driving. And that's around at 37 miles per gallon. So she at least did that amount of miles in a 28 hour period, unless she was idling a little bit, right? So we don't know if she fueled up before she returned the vehicle, but we do know she used at least one tank of gas. However, if we look back at the receipt, it is showing that she has done 855 miles. So she would have had to have filled up more than once. But the question is where? And Kia Rios are pretty fuel efficient, right? They use very minimal miles compared to other vehicles like Al's truck. So I'd like to know how many doors she went to, how many blocks she visited before she went on her little journey. And if we compare the cost to renting this car compared to taking her own vehicle and then getting charged maybe a little bit down the road, it makes no sense. Looks like I just myth busted the economical factor, Tisha.
So then let's talk about GPS because I'm getting a lot of questions in my comment section. So many viewers have asked me about GPS. Isn't there GPS on the car? I'm sure there is. And I'm sure that's probably why they're finding everything they're finding. But I really don't know that answer. But it is my understanding that some vehicles at rental places have geotagging is what I'm understanding. Now, what could be possible is she could rent the vehicle and say, oh, is there GPS on the vehicle? And they say no, because it's one of those, you know, the portable ones you just plug in and you can have GPS. So she's thinking, great. But when in reality, there's this geotagging that they still can track it if they need it or if a car is stolen, etc. Because what I'm, why I'm saying that is in the article, she also talks about her Volkswagen having Carnet. So I was wondering if that's the reason why she was renting it because her car has GPS and so does Al's truck that she knows for sure. And she goes and rents a vehicle thinking it's not going to be if she doesn't get the GPS option. You never know. But this is what it said about her car in the article. Tisha Stouck added that she has wanted to help search for Gannon since the beginning. However, she feels for that the searches have been ineffective because instead of focusing on the boy, she said the focus has been on following her GPS. And then this is what she's quoted. From my interview, I told them where I went. I'm sure they verified it with my watch. Because she says she didn't have her phone conveniently that day, uh, the day before on Monday when he was missing. And she said she did have her watch on. On top of that, my own Volkswagen car has Carnet in it. I think what they did was look at anywhere where I might have went from the day before and after I went to the airport. So she knows that her own car has GPS and my bet is Al's probably does as well. And therefore she in her mind says, well, I need to go take another vehicle because otherwise I'm gonna be checked out, right? So I was also looking at the radius when I did my calculations, it's obvious she's had to have done highway driving. Otherwise, at 35 miles per hour, even 40 miles per hour does not check out. So she's had to have done a combo, but mostly she did a lot of highway driving that 28 and a half hours. Now, this is a long way to go. I am going to do a separate video on this as I'm going to be diving deeper into it. But he could be anywhere. However, I think she's given more info than what we realize, and I don't think it would be anywhere. So I'm gonna do a separate video, don't worry. But you wanna know what I think? I think she rented this vehicle because she had unfinished business to get done. The day before he went missing, she comes home without Gannon. And now she has to take care of Lena because she got home from school at 3.08 was her bus stop. 3.15 gets home-ish. She has to stay home because now she has to report him missing. And then the cops are coming in and around her, right? So she goes to sleep in the morning. She says she's going to search with the neighbors. She goes and rents the vehicle. And Al doesn't even come in for two and a half hours later than she actually rented the vehicle. And so she had to be at home the night before not being able to do a thing. The next day she realizes what she needs to get done and she goes and takes care of it. And because she reported him as a missing child, she gave herself a little bit of time. That's what I think in my opinion. Let me know in the comments below what you think. Other thing I keep thinking about is this girl is pretty crafty, pretty manipulative. And for me, I'm thinking that this is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. She's not going to have just one crime scene. She's going to have several. And I think that's obvious now that they're finding things in different areas. Again, I will cover this in a different video. But I'm wondering if she is doing the goose chase like she has right from the beginning and she's continuing her patterns. So she's having more than one crime scene, meaning the evidence is all over the place and she's made sure of it. And also, if she truly is this manipulative, which I believe she is, she has stretched this because she's had a backup of a backup for days, right? This happened, look, I have proof. This happened, look, I have proof. So if this was leading up, and obviously she's charged with first degree murder, so there is premeditation to it, right? If she's done whatever she did on Monday, Gannon's no longer with us, then my bet is she carried it through the Monday. So she had the time, she had 28 and a half hours to take care of what she needed to do. And so my other question is, what's the reason she took her car to that airport? And why not Al's to the airport? Because she had to take his truck the day before, why not? Is there something that she didn't want them to see in her car and that's why it was at the airport? Because all of a sudden that Gannon was reported as a missing child. She had opportunity to bring it to the airport, keep it there while they're investigating everything and she's driving around in her vehicle. Or is there something in the red truck that she didn't want Al to see and that's why she went and picked up Al and brought him home and said, hey honey, I'll go and do this. You stay home just in case somebody comes for Gannon and I'll go door to door. I'd love to know what these little truths are. I truly believe that the car is a major piece to this puzzle. Stay tuned for part three. Let's chit chat below. Tell me what you think. Did I miss anything? Is there some things that you're still wondering about that maybe I have missed or that's just you would like me to address? I am going to get into the statement that she made with Crime Online and I said this before, I'm gonna rip it apart. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.